0: Hello friends, welcome to the Mongolian Adventures podcast, a place for stories about Mongolia for adventurous kids. Get comfortable, snuggle in, and let's begin. Let's begin. The morning started early as Minjin heard her teammates stirring from their sleeping bags. They talked in soft voices, going over the plan for the day ahead, as Minjin lay under her blankets for a few few more moments. The tent walls were thin, and she had felt them shake through the night, the wind whispering to her as she tried to curl up. The clinking of cups drew Minjin out from the warmth of the sleeping bag, and she stretched, trying not to smell herself as she did. She may be a city girl who was learning how to get comfortable in the wilds of the countryside, but she still missed the occasional shower. At least everyone else was probably just as stinky as she was. Breakfast was quick, some bread and jam around the fire as their guide Bujin went over the plan for their day. Nina, Jill, and Tim were the film crew she was helping as they explored Mongolia and created a documentary about its natural beauty. They were incredibly excited about today's adventure a long, remote hike to the Hagrin Har lake. Minjin didn't know what the word remote meant, but they all kept saying it with great excitement, so it must mean something good. She took a breath and decided she should ask, since Jill was always telling her that you had to ask questions to learn. It was silly to pretend she understood when she really didn't. Excuse me, Bujin? Minjin asked, pausing her explanation about the route they would take north to the lake. I was wondering if you could explain what you mean when you say remote. I've never heard that word before, Minjin said with just a little bit of a blush. Oh, of course, Bujin said, smiling in return. Thank you for asking so you could understand what all of the fuss is about. Jill nodded her head in agreement as she looked at Minjin, and Minjin felt proud of herself for having the courage to ask. Remote is just a way of saying that the place we are going is very far from main roads, paths, and people. It's not easy to get there, and there aren't many visitors at this lake because of that. Poojin thought for a moment, pausing as she crossed her paws around herself. It's special because it takes a lot of work and effort to visit this lake. The animals and nature there are not ones many people or mice get to see. That's special for you guys because you're making a film and you'll be able to get video of places most people never go. But it's also special for me because I get to visit friends who live there that I hardly ever get to see. She smiled again. Minjin relaxed, thinking about how it must be to live so far from other places and animals. Her own life growing up had been very different from a remote lake north of a national park in Mongolia. She had loved living in Narento Market always full of noise and humans and other mice. It was the furthest thing from remote that you could get. A bustling busy market that was in the middle of a big city a city that she had been learning about and visiting throughout the last few months. Now she would visit the opposite of her previous home, and maybe that was good. Maybe seeing a totally different living situation would help her to think some more about what it is she did want from her own future home. Was it a remote lake near Terilch? Maybe it was. Their conversations and breakfast finished, the team worked together to pack up their suitcase and tiny tents, pack up their backpacks and ready themselves for the day. Minjin steadied herself as she lifted the heavy bag up onto her back and tried not to fall over. She giggled, thinking about what her mom would say if she could see her now, her city daughter in the middle of Terelj, ready to hike to a lake hidden in the woods. The day progressed uneventfully. The film crew hoisting their video cameras on their shoulders as they hiked, and Minjin listening as Pujin pointed out different kinds of plants, trees, berries, and animals. They stopped a few times for snacks and to drink water from streams that they crossed over. But she was so focused on where they were going, Minjin didn't have the energy to talk. It was peaceful. Hours passed walking over and up and around. Suddenly she saw Bujim pause and place her hand up in a motion, asking them to stop. The trees were thick around them, their green pine needles smelling sweet to her whiskers. Out of the trees ahead, she saw first the antlers of a massive brown being come out of the trees. The antlers were wide and pointed, looking like a collection of tree branches that were attached to the animal's head like a crown. He bowed his antlers down as he squeezed through the line of trees, his large brown body coming next, each of his feet the size of Minjin or bigger. Bujin stood still, her hands still up, her body calm and soft. The filmmakers stood behind her, their bodies tense and rigid, the lights of their cameras blinking as they tried to film this beautiful, massive creature and also stay as still as possible. Minjin could barely breathe as she watched it walk towards Bujin, her mind racing as it tried to think if, if she knew the name for this animal. A deer? No. A moose? No. A lesson from one of her teachers flitted through her mind in a flash. Oh yes, this was an elk. Hello, old friend, Bujin said, bowing to the elk as she did, her whiskers just touching the grass where she stood. Hello to you, dear mouse, the elk said, also bowing until his beautiful antlers touched the ground. At this, Bujin finally put her hand down and Minjin felt her body relax, a breath whooshing out of her chest. (sighs) She saw Nina's body also relax just a bit ahead of her, the camera on her shoulder wobbling just a moment as she moved. What brings you here, dear Bujin, the elk asked, eyeing the cameras and mice behind her. His voice was low and slow, a quiet stream of stillness in his words. It has been a long time. It has, Poochin said, keeping her eyes on the elk and his majestic face. Her voice stayed calm, its warmth flowing as she spoke. I have come with some friends. They are making a film about Mongolia and would like to see the lake and meet some of its creatures, including you. The elk looked at them directly for the first time, and Minjin tried not to shiver at the intensity of his stare. He didn't seem mean at all, but he was surely intense and powerful. He continued to stand for a few moments, considering Bujin's words but not saying anything in return. The silence stood between them all, everyone uncertain if they should say or do something. Only Bujin seemed at ease, her silence comfortable and relaxed. Finally the elk opened his mouth and looked at them again. The words were careful as he spoke them, slipping out like honey from his tongue. "'I'm Elwyn,' he said, nodding at them each. "'I live here at the lake and help care for the animals. We don't get many visitors, and for the most part, we like keeping the quiet and peace of our home.' Minjin nodded at him as he said these words, waiting for him to continue. He was the least hurried animal she had ever met. I will be glad to have you and your cameras visit with us, but I need you to promise that you will respect our community and what we need. You will not film us and then make a movie telling everyone to come and visit us. We do not want crowds or a road or noise. Do you understand? Nina looked to Bujin as if for permission to speak and waited for her small nod before saying, yes, sir. Or mister Elwin or King Elwyn? Nina fumbled a bit, unsure what to call him. Just Elwyn is fine, the elk said, already turning to lead through the trees and to the lake. No need for fancy pant titles here. The group walked behind him in silence, and Minjin watched as Elwyn led them through thick rows of trees until they dipped under the last one and came to a stop. Her breath caught in her throat, Minjin took in the beautiful lake that stretched before them. The light reflected off of its blue surface, making it look like glass in the afternoon sun. The green of the trees surrounded the lake on all of its sides, and the silence wrapped around them all. It was magnificent, quiet, peaceful, and hidden. The word remote made a lot of sense to Minjin at this moment as she drank up the picture of Hagrin Har. Untouched, unspoiled, undisturbed, it was nothing like the parts of Tereltz she had seen the day before, full of evidence of humans and their camps and roads and noise. After a few quiet conversations, Jill, Nina, and Tim spread out to film different parts of the lake, listening as Bujin led them to new areas and bits of nature. That left Minjin to sit next to Elwyn, watching the team film and wondering if there was something else she should be doing. They had seen a few other animals in the time they had begun to explore, but none had come over to say hello, simply nodding at Elwyn and continuing on their way. She wondered what it must be like to live somewhere so quiet and empty. Elwyn looked down at her, his brown eyes gentle. Do you have any questions little mouse? he asked her. Minjin looked at him a little surprised wondering how he had known she was thinking about life here. Yes I do she said softly. Are you lonely here? Elwyn paused his head and antlers tilted to the side as he considered her question carefully. Minjin let the silence sit as he thought getting used to this elk's habit of leaving a conversation quiet for a few minutes. It would be weird anywhere else, but it seemed to fit here at this lake. No, Ellen finally answered. No, I would not say I am lonely. Minjin couldn't help but ask again. But there's no one here. You barely talk to the other animals. There are no roads or buses or stores. You can't easily have visitors or go somewhere else. Elwin looked at her again, his face kind. Ah yes, that is true little mouse, but there is a difference between being alone and being lonely. The sound of the lake's water stirring slipped in the background, fish making their circles underneath the current. I am mostly alone, apart from seeing some of the other animals who live around the lake, but that does not make me lonely. I knew from a young age that I was an elk who loved and needed solitude. Do you know that word? He asked kindly and without judgment. Minjin shook her head, her whiskers waving in the quiet air. Solitude just means being alone. And that's a very different thing from feeling lonely. I don't need or want more noise or animals or humans around me. I enjoy the quiet and the peace and the time to find joy within myself. Elwin took a pause here and looked out at the lake. Living here at the lake means I have had to make peace with myself. I have to enjoy being with just me. He smiled. And that has brought me joy. True joy that lasts day after day and doesn't change no matter the weather or the problem. I'm still glad for the quiet and the peace and the silence. Minjin considered his words as he went back to looking at the fish in the lake. She had never spent much time by herself. This home search was the first time in her life she had ever been on her own. And she'd still mostly been surrounded by other animals and humans. More and more she was realizing that in order to decide what she wanted and where she wanted to live, she needed to know herself. Who Minjin was, what she liked, what she enjoyed, what made her happy or sad. And it made sense that the quiet of a place like this lake would be a good one for starting to figure out those things without distraction. Elwyn and Minjin sat in silence for the rest of the afternoon and early evening, the elk and the mouse content to be alone, but not lonely. They did not speak, but Minjin knew that the kind elk was giving her the space to dream, to reflect, to ask herself questions. And as the day turned dark, the night sky whispering above the trees, she thought that he was right. Solitude was a gift, and maybe she wouldn't or couldn't be a mouse who lived out here, remote and wild, but that was okay. She was learning again and again that to find herself was to try new things, to listen to the animals she met, and to open herself wide to the wilds of this world. She snuggled into her sleeping bag, content and peaceful. An owl hooted in the distance, a hello across the expanse of the lake. Tomorrow they would leave, headed west to the famous horses of Mongolia. But for now, the peace of the lake was a blanket over Minjin's sleeping body, a rest, for one tiny, curious mouse. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Mongolian Adventures Podcast. You can find more information about the podcast, as well as lesson plans for educators, at www.mongolianadventurespodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Mongolian Adventures Podcast. And on Twitter, we're at MongolianADvpod. We'd love for you to draw a picture or create artwork based off of today's story. Send us your pictures at mongolian.adventures.podcast at gmail.com and maybe you'll see it featured on our social media. Until next time, May your adventures be big and your dreams even bigger.